Welcome to The Adventures of Captain EJ. This is a very special story just for you, Lorenzo. Here comes Captain EJ now. He's going to be so excited to see you. He was just talking about you. Well, he's always kind of talking about you. You're one of his best friends, Lorenzo. Ah, you're here. I'm so glad to see you. I was just thinking about you, actually. I think we need some kind of team name, don't you think? Together, you, me, and Mr. Honeybee are a solid trio. Maybe something like the Three Musketeers. I think that's already taken. What about... Oh, this might be a little cheesy, but... What if we call ourselves the really Gouda friends? You know, like the cheese. Gouda cheese. My favorite cheese. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that? <laughs> Let's put our third musketeer in charge of it so you can stick to the technology, Mr. Honeybee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel really, really gouda about that one. Ha, huh, well, without further ado, let's get this adventure underway, shall we? All you have to do is close your eyes, get cozy, and listen to the sound of my voice. Captain EJ will lead the way. EJ. Let's begin. You are here, reclining on Captain EJ's roof waiting for him to come back. Until you hear the sounds of him climbing up the ladder, you stretch out and sink into the comfort of your usual hangout spot. From up here, you can see a stunning panoramic view of the Honeybee neighborhood under the shine of a soft sun. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose. Send the breath down into your belly until it fills up with fresh, cool air. Then slowly breathe all the way out through your mouth. And imagine your exhale being added to the slight breeze that kicks up just as you hear Captain EJ returning. You see his big smile first, and the homemade root beer floats from Mrs. Honeybee second. Your beloved neighbor, Mrs. Honeybee always keeps you full of tasty treats just like Mr. Honeybee keeps you busy with prototypes. It's a little chilly out today, so you pull your cozy hoodie in tight around you as you sip the creamy root beer float. Each time the sun peeks out from behind passing clouds, you savor it and drink it in just as much as the float. Between sips, Captain EJ licks the mustache of root beer float from his upper lip and laughs as he turns to you with a joy that you can see. This is a perfect day. Ah, have you ever realized that it's the simple things that make life that much better? I'm here on the roof with my best friend, some root beer floats, a gorgeous view. I don't think a single day could get any better. Little did Captain EJ know that this day was about to get a lot better. You suddenly realize that you don't have your Battle Buzz helmet with you. The last you saw, 
it was charging with Captain EJ's. What if there's a mission? You feel compelled to get it immediately. Before you can get up to go get the helmets, you hear footsteps walking alongside the side of Captain EJ's house. Since you're not expecting anyone else today, you look to Captain EJ concerned. Who could be in his backyard? Both of you peek over the side of the rooftop to see Mr. Honeybee smiling and waving. Captain EJ, Lorenzo, I have a mission. Well, kinda. I need your help with something. That's a little vague, Mr. H. You didn't send a brief through the... Wait, where are the Battle Buzz helmets? I just realized we don't have them, and I don't think I saw them on the charging station this morning. No worries, team. I have them. And now that I think of it, how does it feel to have your high-tech equipment snatched up when you don't know it, huh? Maybe now you'll stop breaking into the command center? Mr. Honeybee, again, it's not breaking in if we're all best friends. You gave me a key. For emergencies. Are you trying to tell me that testing the new flight cape to do a triple backflip and dunk a basket isn't an emergency? Were you playing against Hero or perfecting your form? Perfecting my form. Okay, fine. That was an emergency. Uh, how'd it work? Really well, actually. Fantastic. That's exactly what I need your help with. Good thing you both have experienced stealing, uh, I mean, testing my prototypes. Roger Robot comes wheeling up the driveway carrying both Battle Bus helmets. You and Captain EJ get yourselves up and head over to the ladder to climb down, but Mr. Honeybee stops you. You can stay up there, actually. The higher, the better. I'll throw them up. Catch! Mr. Honeybee, what are you doing? Don't throw them, they'll break! Are you sure about that? Of course I'm sure, I think. I'm sure? Whoa! Luckily, both you and Captain EJ catch the projectile helmets and cradle them in loving arms when you do. Roger Robot giggles as he turns to roll away. Did you see how nervous they were, Roger? They were quite nervous. Even timorous, one might say. Oh, a very fancy one might say that. Have you recently updated your internal thesaurus? No, actually, that one kinda just came to me. Really? How? Not sure. Gotta go. Bye. You and Captain EJ look at each other, holding on tight to the Battle Buzz helmet that was almost shattered, then turn to watch Roger Robot roll away. Mr. Honeybee laughs and explains that he was waiting to trick both of you all day with that little prank, but that he's really here for some of your expert prototype testing. The Battle Buzz helmet is a state-of-the-art piece of wearable technology that he is always improving. Mr. Honeybee, who also has a key to Captain EJ's house, had an emergency in the form of a great idea last night. While you and Captain EJ were on the night shift of Honeybee Neighborhood Watch, he let himself in and took the helmets off the charger and back to the command center. At first, he thought this idea was for a simple tune-up. As it usually goes when an idea takes hold, though, Roger Robot got to asking endless why questions. 
That specific line of questioning brought Mr. Honeybee several upgrade ideas. He couldn't stop tinkering until he brought each of those ideas into reality. Mr. Honeybee and Roger had been working on implementing those upgrades all night and into the morning. With the helmets charged back up, he stands before you now with a rather unusual request. Captain EJ, Lorenzo, please try to break the Battle Buzz helmet. You have to be kidding. I'm so serious. Break it. Whatever comes to mind first. You want me to throw this one-of-a-kind helmet down on the concrete from the roof? Is that really what you're asking me to do? Ha! Huh, that's adorable! The Battle Buzz helmet won't even notice a drop from that height. What is that? The second story? Ha <laughs> ha Adorable! You and Captain EJ look at each other and shrug. Mr. Honeybee has never led you astray before. Well, sometimes in pranks he does, but he's never pranked us with his own prototypes before. Well, actually he has. There was that one time he failed to tell us about the tickler he installed in those moonwalking socks. That was an early prototype. Mr. Honeybee was never able to moonwalk quite as well as he wanted to, so he tried making friction reduction socks that could help. They didn't. So he instead created an act of tickle war. Even after we took them off and flung them across the room, we could still feel the tickle, but up on the roof with the Battle Buzz helmet between both hands, you don't have the sense you're being pranked. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose. Feel all the fun you're having with your friends coursing through your veins as your heart beats once, twice, three times. Then slowly breathe all the way out through your mouth and raise the Battle Buzz helmet as far as you can in your hands before dropping it to the ground. The smile never fades from Mr. Honeybee's face as time slows down. You and Captain EJ anxiously watch as the helmet freefalls. Roger Robot peeks out from the garage but covers his eyes with his robot hands just in case this doesn't go as planned. Just before it hits the ground, Captain EJ can't bear to look. He braces for what he assumes will be an explosive shattering. But you look on and watch as the Battle Buzz helmet bounces like a basketball off the driveway and right back up to you. No one is more proud than Mr. Honeybee, or more astonished than Captain EJ. He climbs up onto the top of the chimney, as high as he can go on his rooftop, and throws his helmet down to the cement with his full strength. The Battle Buzz helmet bounces even higher, going up above Captain EJ on the chimney. He strains upward to catch it, but it escapes his grip and falls to the ground for another bounce. Mr. Honeybee fetches the helmet and bounces it back up to Captain EJ, who has climbed down from the chimney to join you again on the roof. Mr. Honeybee checks his watch and shields his eyes to look up to the sky behind him. The first test should be here shortly. We're going to need to get some real height to test this new feature. Oh, here it comes now. A helicopter approaches from the distance, and as it does, you squint to see who's flying it. 
That's when you realize no one is flying it. This is a self-flying helicopter and it's heading right toward you. Before it gets to you and Captain EJ on his roof, the helicopter jerks to deviate from its straight path. It turns to Mr. Honeybee's house around the corner where the roof of his command center transforms into a helipad. Not expecting all the ruckus, Mrs. Honeybee and Harold come running out the back door, which you can see from where you're still standing. She looks frightened at first, but quickly realizes this has to be the work of Mr. Honeybee. She looks up to see both you and Captain EJ on the roof and waves. Mr. Honeybee climbs up to the roof and shouts out to Mrs. Honeybee. Sorry, my dear. I should have told you the helicopter was coming. I'm testing the Battle Bus helmet upgrades with Hero and Captain. We'll zip line over right now. You're testing the helmet with the helicopter? I won't pretend to know your ways, my dear. <laughs> but I have some fresh squeezed lemonade inside if you all get thirsty. Captain EJ leads you to the zipline launch pad that he and Mr. Honeybee installed between their houses. Though the walk isn't very far around the corner, it's always more fun to zipline. Mr. Honeybee goes first to prepare for the test and you follow behind. Reach up to grab the zipline handle and step back a few steps to get a good push off the roof. Right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Then run and push yourself as hard as you can toward the helicopter on the roof. Your feet hover above the backyards that stand between Captain EJ's and Mr. Honeybee's houses, and you pick them up to go just a tad faster before landing softly on the roof next to the open door of the helicopter. Captain EJ comes flying behind you, and Mr. Honeybee helps both of you into the helicopter just before it takes off. Mr. Honeybee explains that it'll take us up to a cruising altitude. As he tells you about the technology built into this upgrade, you watch out the windows as stray clouds sink below the helicopter that continues to rise. When Mr. Honeybee is satisfied that the helicopter is high enough, it jerks to a stop and hovers above the Honeybee neighborhood, which looks like shapes and colors from up here. As he calculates wind factor out loud to himself, Mr. Honeybee straps you and Captain EJ into protective harnesses that will keep you in the helicopter when the door opens. He uses all of his might to open the helicopter door and a wind tunnel of air rushes in, but you stay securely fastened. The harness has enough length to let you lean out the door just slightly. You can't believe you're going to drop the Battle Bus helmet from this height, but Mr. Honeybee explains that he cannot do this test himself because he needs to carefully observe the exact angles and position of how the helmets are dropped, as well as their bounce ratio. He settles into a miniature command center at the front of the helicopter and clicks a few buttons to initiate test number one on your Battle Bus helmet. He notes each test in great detail. Now initiating Test one for Lorenzo's Battle Buzz Helmet. Mission alias, Honeybee Hero. This is prototype 2E-6 version 12. Currently hovering at, uh, 
about 39,000 feet. Wind factor is moderate. You wait anxiously for Mr. Honeybee's cue. He enters a few more data points manually and measures the angle of the BattleBuzz helmet in your hands. Then he steps back to his observation deck and nods. With that, you drop the BattleBuzz helmet from the helicopter. All three of you lean out to watch as the helmet becomes a barely visible dot. In an instant, it disappears and then reappears as it bounces back up to you. You're able to reach out and catch it. Captain EJ then steps forward for his test and his helmet does the same. Mr. Honeybee is overjoyed as he explains what this upgrade entails. Team, this upgrade is a game changer. I insulated the battle buzz with a proprietary elastic Kevlar and an intricate network of sensors. Based on motion, heart rate, and brainwave data, the helmet determines the type of material that's more prevalent at the moment. I used a similar mechanism for Roger Robot to enable him to change shapes on command. The Battle Buzz helmet will respond to sense data in real time and anticipate what kind of protection you need. It will absorb anything coming your way and bounce it right back to where it came from. It can also assist in the physics of calculating variables, which your brains do intuitively. The helmet will subtly shift its composition based on thousands of environmental factors instantaneously. The BattleBuzz helmet and you are even stronger now. Oh, and it's also an emergency flotation device, should that be needed. Like, uh, right now. Right now? Float? Where? Mr. Honeybee unhooks you from the safety harness holding you in place in the helicopter so you and Captain EJ can look out over the endless ocean that glitters below you on all sides. You go to each available window of the helicopter that's now hovering and cannot see a single hint of land in the distance. You are out in the middle of the ocean for this next test. You might want to put on the Battle Buzz helmets for this test, team. While the Envies do have submarine mode, I thought that you should have the helmets as backup, just in case. With this upgrade, the helmets should withstand all sorts of water landings. At the mention of a landing, you and Captain EJ quickly armor yourselves with your battle bus helmets and look at each other in unison as if to say, uh-oh. Before you can even think to utter the words, the bottom of the helicopter reveals itself to be a sort of trap door that opens on Mr. Honeybee's command. You and Captain EJ free fall through the crystal blue sky. It is exhilarating. It feels as if your stomach is in your throat and you imagine the disco part of your brain wave data must look like to the BattleBuzz helmet sensors. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose. Feel the coolness of the rushing ocean air coming in through your nose and expanding your chest out round it. Hold it in for a moment as you angle yourself to land feet first. Then, slowly breathe all the way out through your mouth as you prepare for the plunge. 
Just before your feet make the first contact with water, you feel a tickling tingle at the back of your neck. In a split second, you look over to Captain EJ who was trying to do flips on the way down. He was successful flipping forward once, but his second backflip attempt ended in a sort of belly flop. You feel waves of cool blue for an instant, but when you come back to your senses after the water landing, you realize that the BattleBuzz helmet has inflated like an airbag and is surrounding you. What tingled at the back of your neck seems to have burst out of the helmet like an airbag. Sitting yourself up on your hands, you feel like you're on the inside of a beach ball. The warmth of the sunshine reflects off the slightly metallic material of this emergency airbag raft and creates prisms of light on the curved walls. You're amazed that you can stand up inside of it. The thick plastic material feels like you're walking on a waterbed, though you are able to stand with some concentration. Waves ripple beneath your feet as you struggle to find your footing, standing on the ocean as you are. The BattleBuzz helmet indeed does have airbag deployment, but the helmet itself stays intact and sits at the top of this beach ball-shaped raft like the periscope of a submarine. As you stand up tall and walk a few steps forward to peek your head up into the helmet, you realize that the raft moves in the direction of your steps. This must be how you control the raft for water landings. Excitement grows as you get the hang of this new feature and acclimate to walking on water. With a smile on your face, you peek your head up into the BattleBuzz helmet expecting to see Captain EJ smiling back. Instead, you see Captain EJ laying on a partially inflated raft, hugging his aching stomach after his belly flop. You run your raft over to him to make sure he's okay, and he looks up to your eyes peeking out through the BattleBuzz helmet. So that's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> uh, Mr. Honeybee, I don't think the emergency flotation device works on all water landings. <laughs> Who does a 39,000 foot belly flop, Captain EJ? I honestly thought you'd try and land on your feet, just like Lorenzo. You should know I'm always going to try to backflip if it's possible, Mr. H. Please equip these things for belly flops in case I don't make the next one. You saw that first one, though. Admit it. You saw that. I almost had it. We have very different definitions of almost, Captain EJ. <laughs> I'm sending down the rope harnesses. Strap yourselves in, and I'll pull you up. We have one last test back at the stronghold. The helicopter flies you back to the inconspicuous garage on an inconspicuous street in the Honeybee neighborhood where state-of-the-art technology sits behind three locked doors of the command center. You follow Mr. Honeybee and Captain EJ down from the helipad and into the backyard, where Harold greets you with puppy kisses and Mrs. Honeybee pours you fresh lemonade. The salty, warm ocean air you just came from makes this cool, sweet lemonade even more delicious. You delight in every drop, tipping the glass all the way upside down to get it all as you step into Mr. Honeybee's garage that is also his command center. Mr. Honeybee gathers some supplies and asks Captain EJ to help him carry them while you open the highly secured vault-like door that is hidden behind the wall. 
Mr. Honeybee silently hands you a familiar flash drive that shows a new string of numbers every few seconds. Along with facial recognition, this is what will allow you to enter the stronghold. You enter the current code, 4, 3, 1, 2, 7, and stand in front of the vaulted steel door with your head held high as the red laser scans your face. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose. Notice how secure you feel here with your very best friends and how time together brings out the best in each of you as well as the prototypes. Then slowly breathe all the way out through your mouth. The numerous locks click open and the vacuum sealed door releases. With Captain EJ and Mr. Honeybee at your back, the motion sensor lights flicker on one by one as we take slow, careful steps through the threshold. Right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. With each step, another fluorescent light buzzes on and the length of the hallway seems to get longer. Following the motion-activated lights, you lead the way down the hall and into the stronghold. There, you see the usual shapes of cinder block walls that Mr. Honeybee built for Captain EJ's vocal practice. But today, you see something else too, and it immediately catches your attention. Anticipating your questions, Mr. Honeybee explains that he's working on an artificial intelligence for the Battle Bus helmet that can detect concealed threats and anticipate the next best move for you. He and Roger Robot have had a lot of fun with this so far, but it's crucial to test extensively. Before you and Captain EJ came into the stronghold, he set up two booths with walls on three sides. A glowing light emanates from the center of the shiny floor in a single beam. In all seriousness, Mr. Honeybee tells you to hang the helmet up on the beam of light. Don't look at me like that, team. Once again, I'm not joking. Watch. The light particles are so dense, you can actually hang the helmets on it. But unlike standard hangers, the helmet will still be able to move around as it wishes. The BattleBuzz helmet has wishes? It does now. <laughs> as if sharing a brain with Captain EJ, you both wonder why the helmet would or could ever have wishes. You reach out tentatively to rest the helmet on the beam of light, expecting for it to fall immediately to the ground. When it doesn't, Mr. Honeybee winks an I told you so wink and grabs another suit for you and Captain EJ from the suit closet. He comes back holding an all-white stretchy suit. As you and Captain EJ are shuffling into them, he goes over to the corner of the room where a large control panel blinks in every color. In an excited voice, he says, Watch this. The stronghold goes pitch black. The darkness is thick, dense. You know your hand is in front of your face, but you can't see it. There's no natural light this deep underground, but the glow of the beam of light holding up your helmet suddenly kicks back on, and that's when you see that the suit you're wearing is lined with blinking sensors. Little circles of light blink from your joints in different colors that mean different things. Your shoulders, elbows, and wrists blink blue, 
and your knees, ankles, and each of your knuckles are marked by a green sensor. When you lift your hand to get a better look at your knuckles, the BattleBuzz helmet jostles on its beam of light, then returns to stillness. I'm training the BattleBuzz helmet to register movement data outside of itself too. In hand-to-hand -hand scenarios, your strength should be enough. But with so much going on in those moments, I wanted you both to have a backup feature. Watch. Lorenzo, try to karate chop the helmet. Give it your best chop. By now, you know not to doubt Mr. Honeybee when he makes strange requests. You settle your weight onto your heels and clear your mind for the highest precision. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose. Stabilize your stand by inhaling into your belly and strengthening each of your muscles. Then slowly breathe all the way out through your mouth and give the Battle Buzz helmet your best karate chop. With each swipe of your arm, the helmet dodges and swivels to the opposite side, perfectly evading your highly trained hands. Every which way you try to capture it, whack it, or make contact with the helmet at all, it narrowly escapes your clutches. Full of enthusiasm, facing his own Battle Buzz helmet, Captain EJ tries to be sneaky and walks around the back of the booth behind the back wall. You continue to chop unsuccessfully and resort to a sort of tackle maneuver. Still, the helmet gets away. Captain EJ silently climbs up the back wall and attempts to get the better of the helmet from above, but it sinks low and brings Captain EJ over the wall and down to the ground in doing so. Mr. Honeybee pushes a couple buttons that make the beam of light on the floor move around. Now, you can even chase the helmets and they still evade. As you and Captain EJ tire yourselves out running circles around the BattleBuzz helmet, Mr. Honeybee sits back and relaxes, marveling both at the success of these upgrades and how you all bring out the best in each other. <sighs> I don't know how you do it, Mr. H, but you always keep me on my toes with these prototypes. Literally. Watch me catch this thing. Trust me, I am taking notes on all the moves that aren't working. <laughs> I built yours and Lorenzo's movements into the new AI, so you're both technically playing against yourselves here. The most worthy of opponents. That concludes our adventure. I can't wait to see you again. Captain EJ, over and out.